Wildcat Nation. Welcome back to season three of Wildcat Week. I'm Abby Harvey and I'm here with my co-host Michael Roberts. For tonight's episode, we were unable to get the men's golf team here as we talked about last week, but lucky for you guys, we have the women's golf team. The athletes we're spotlighting tonight for episode three is junior Caroline Gibson and freshman Sage Parsetich. It's great to get the both of you in here and talk about the women's golf team, especially just the individual play that you guys have had this season. Abby and I are very excited, and I know the viewers are as well. So let's just get right into it. So how did the both of you get into golf? Um, well, growing up, I actually played softball like my whole life. I didn't touch a golf club until I was <laughs> in seventh grade. So I just played travel softball. It was like what I was pretty much born into. My All my brothers played college baseball, so it was kind of just like set for me to play college softball. Um, but I think I just got like sick and tired of the same thing like that softball is. It just, it got old to me. And so sophomore year of high school, I was like, all right, I'm just going to focus on golf. And um, How about you, Sage? My mom grew up on a golf course and she played golf at UND. So my grandparents and my parents kind of wanted me to play golf. And so I got more competitive with it in like middle school and more like enjoyed it more in middle school. And how do you guys think that golf has shaped you into the college athlete that you are and also the person that you are today? Well, I think golf is such like a mental game. Like most athletes will say like, oh my gosh, like I can just, I'll just go golf. Like try playing 36 holes in a day. Like it's, it's mentally challenging. And so I think it, it helps with like a lot of life lessons, like not to give up on like hard days, like 36 holes. We just did it on Monday. And there were times like I wanted to quit, but you realize like you're doing it for the people behind you and not just yourself. So I think like it helps in life, like knowing not to give up. Like Caroline said, it's just a very mental game. So I've learned a lot of patience and like I need to be patient with like how long the round is going to take or like what I'm doing throughout the day. And I feel like I've gotten out of my comfort zone more because I'm an introvert. So it makes me like have to go up and talk to people and interact with them. So I've gotten better with that. What made you guys decide that you wanted to play golf in college? What was kind of the deciding factor for that? Well, people are so quick to say like college golf or like women's golf scholarships are the most unused scholarship there is out there. But like once you like start the recruiting process, like that's not how it is. Like it's still just as hard to get into like a any other college sport as golf is. Um, but I think like my parents just like pushed it on me so hard, like to play college golf, like play college golf. They didn't, I don't think they wanted me to play college softball. They were always like, you get to wear cuter clothes. Um, you don't have to play in the rain, which is not true. Yeah. Like we play <laughs> in the golf. rain all the time. <laughs> and um, they're like, you're done when it's dark out, which is, it's a huge plus. Like softball games, I remember growing up, like we'd play until 2 a.m. Like mm -hmm. what the heck were we doing? <laughs> so that's a big plus. Um, I didn't want to end my golf career at high school. I wanted to keep on going and kind of follow in my mom's footsteps too because she played golf in college. So I just feel like it would help me as a person and just have fun in college also. So knowing that you wanted to play in college, how did you decide IWU was the place for you guys? Well, my I was like between Taylor and Indiana Wesleyan. Actually, I was like the last place I even looked at. I didn't even know that it was a school, to be honest. <laughs> like I had heard someone come here for swim and I was like, eh, it's just a small school. Like I wanted to go to a big school. Um, but I just realized like 
I wasn't going to be, like, I didn't have, like, the, not competitive drive, because, like, I'm the most competitive person there is, but, like, I just wasn't going to play, like, golf at a big school, and so once I knew that, I narrowed it down to, like, Marion, Taylor, and here, um, but on my visit here with Coach Bloom, we, he was giving me, like, the presentation that he gives to all the recruits, and he was talking about, like, faith, and, like, how, like, the, our culture on the golf team is, like, centered around bringing people to Christ, and I was, like, I had never heard that before. I was, like, I called myself a Christian, but, like, I wasn't living that out whatsoever. Like, I was just a terrible kid in high school, <laughs> but um, once he started talking about girls on the team, I was, like, crying. Like, I was, like, coach, you don't want me. Like, I'm not like that, and he's, like, no, and then he started crying. We were crying. He prayed for me, and I think, like, a week later, I committed because I just knew, like, if I was going to grow as a person and as a golfer, it was going to be here. Um, I chose IWU because – so I was looking at two different schools. I was looking at Indiana Wesleyan and Grace, and I felt more of, like, God telling me I need to come here, and the atmosphere was so much, like, more comfortable for me. And I love the girls on the team, even though they're not here now, like some of the seniors who have graduated. I just love their, like, who they were. And even the girls on the team now, like, I just love all of them. Like, they're just great people to golf around and just, like, even not when we're on the golf course, just hanging out with them. Like, they're just great. I just <laughs> I just love it so much. Uh, so, Caroline, this is for you. Um, after an impressive season last year with the best finish in program history at the NAI national championship, um, and receiving all league honors. Uh, what were your thoughts and expectations going into this year? Well, um, a huge goal for like myself was obviously to get like all conference honors again. Um, but also to step it up and like try to get all American. And I think I like put a lot of pressure on myself over the summer. Um, but I kind of fell more in love with the game over the summer. Like I was working at a golf course. I, my knowledge of like certain golf terms grew um, I was playing in tournaments, and my dad was pushing me a lot. And so I just, I, like, fell in love with the game over summer. Um, and I wanted that for myself. Like, I wanted I wanted to go back to nationals as a team, and I wanted to finish higher than 11th because that's the expectation. Like, you're expected to beat what you were last year. Um, and so I was excited coming in this year, knowing we had the potential, or we do have the potential to be better than what we were last year. Um, and it's just, it's just exciting. Um with what we have, I think we had like a little bit of pressure on us because of what we finished last year, um, and we lost two seniors. But I think we're going to exceed that once we get going, and we're going to peak at the right time. And then Sage, how was your transition from Center Grove to here? It was actually really smooth. I the qualifying rounds, I wasn't too nervous because I already knew most of the girls anyway from like visits or just like hanging out with them, seeing at them at tournaments over the summer. Like I saw Caroline at probably two or three of my tournaments and um, I, it wasn't that much of a difference just cause it should be the same. Like the only thing that's different is it's more competitive and like you have a smaller team and it's more set schedule for practicing. So I transitioned smoothly, I think. <laughs> So now let's dive into this season. So you guys are ranked 10th right now in the most previous poll. How does it feel to kind of get this recognition, but also how does it feel? There d is there added pressure with the rankings coming out and you guys being so high? 
Um, I think there's a, like a little bit of pressure for sure, but we've definitely like we've been ranked higher at one point. Like I think we started off last year fifth or sixth or seventh around that. Um, so I think there is like a little bit of pressure, and especially like we're young. Like we only have one senior, and uh, we have two freshmen in the top five. So it's just it's a learning experience for them for sure. Um, but I think once they get more comfortable on longer golf courses and more comfortable playing with other college golfers, it'll. I think we will peak at the right time when we need to, and it'll be good. All right, so Sage, following up on what Abby said, that you went to Center Grove, uh, which is primarily a very dominant school uh, within their sports teams. Mm -hmm. um, typically, you always hear about their football program, but I think that they, you uh, especially had a great year last year. Uh, you tied for 10th place in the individual championship in the state finals, and that's a huge accomplishment. So kind of just talk us through that experience and the impact that that had on you. Yeah, so I went to state years of my four at high school, and the first two that I went, I was just putting so much pressure on myself because I felt like I had to do so well. And, like, we all – my whole team was putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to do well. And so I went into my senior year, and I'm like, let's just go have fun. We're playing golf. Like it's a great course, great like team and everything. Like we totally had the chance to win. I just kind of went in with no pressure, like just going having fun. And it worked out the last couple holes in my last 18. I was getting a little sad because <laughs> it was my last call or not college, um, high school tournament. So, yeah. So what, for both of you, what was your favorite course you guys played in high school? Like where was it at or? So what was your favorite course? Probably the state course. Yeah, I was going to say Prairie View. Probably the nicest. And then yeah, what's your favorite school. course that you've played in college? Well, mine's TPC Deer Run in Illinois. It's where they play the John Deere Classic. And I did win a tournament there, so <laughs> oh yeah, kind of has to be. <laughs> uh, my favorite course so far is probably the one in Kentucky that we just played, Country Club of Paducah. It's very tough, but it's a great course, really pretty, just in great shape overall. Caroline, you talked um, in the beginning about how mental the golf game is. Um, how do you guys deal with the mental challenges that golf brings kind of on the course and off the course, kind of keeping your head in the game and not worrying about what has happened? Yeah, um, <laughs> Coach Bloom just talks about this so much. He's, he's so big at, like, worshiping our way around the golf course. Like, whenever you, f you have, like, a time of a trial, like, find some find something that brings you joy like in that moment or like what are you out there doing like and what I like try to keep in mind as I'm playing I'm not the best at this but like what are the other girls thinking of me when I hit a bad shot like are they gonna see me have a bad attitude or am I gonna show like Christ-like behavior for them to ask what's different about her and so I think for me like it's about like what others think and I'm not big, I don't care if you, I, I'll do things that are embarrassing. I don't care what you guys think about that. But, like, when it comes to, like, my attitude and my character, like, I'm going to show, like, that I'm a Christian. and I want people to ask what free means or what's different about me. And so that's probably how I try to keep my mental state sane. Yeah, I kind of do what Caroline does or at least try. Like, think about what other girls would think of me when I hit a bad shot and how I'm reacting. I I tend to just shut down and be in my own little zone and kind of block everything out and not really talk to anybody and probably have like the most straight face ever and no smiling <laughs> at all, which I know I should because <laughs> it just brings more like joy. And I just try to like 
remind myself I'm out here and I'm just like here having fun. I'm like with my team and everything and I'm doing it all for God and I just need to relax. <laughs> we both know a little bit about golf, not to the expertise that you both have, but I know you get paired with an opponent for the day uh, or at least for the round. And what is kind of the craziest story you have from an opponent or a pairing that you've encountered, whether that's in high school or in college? <laughs> we tell them all the time on the van, but I, I can think right of now. just this one from the last tournament. And this is, I don't know if this is DMI. It's just funny. So another girl, we were playing with Southern Indiana. This was a D1 tournament we were in. So we were playing with Southern Indiana, and um, I saw a girl on her team, like, limping. Like, just, but she'd l been limping the whole yeah, like the whole day before, we played 36 holes. I'm like, how does she do this? And so I asked her, I was like, is she hurt? Or like, what's going on there? And she's like, well, she's she's had a couple surgeries. She's been in a car accident. Like, that's just kind of how she walks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I don't know how she does it. She played 36 holes and wow. she's, she's got a limp. She goes, I can't even walk 36 holes and there's nothing wrong with my legs. <laughs> and she started talking about the chafing in her legs. <laughs> 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 like, she's like, it feels like sandpaper down there. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> like, they over, like, either people don't talk or they just overshare. Like, yeah. there's no in between. Okay. What do you do? Over talk or don't talk at all? Mm. I feel depends like it depends. Plane. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, That's the person. Fair. Like, if I know them or not. Right. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a crazy story? I'm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think of any right now. Yeah. This might be a while. No, you're good. So, Micah said, I we obviously don't know a lot about golf, um, but have either of you ever got in a hole-in-one, and is it up to all the hype that us non-golfers give it? I have not got a hole-in-one, but... Like, we, ever like, in your whole life? No, but working at a golf course, like, it's a big deal. Like, if someone gets a hole-in-one, like, there's, like, a hole... At the golf course I work at, there's a hole-in-one club. Hmm. And if you're in the hole-in-one club, like, you pay $5 to the person that got the hole in one so they can like buy everyone drinks at the club <laughs> <laughs> like it's a big deal in that kind of in that world but no I've never got one yeah I haven't gotten one either but I've been so close so many times and it just I just want one already <laughs> <laughs> it makes me mad but so what yeah. is the worst hole you've ever had or shot because <laughs> I, I know I have I was friends with some of the golfers in high school and they said that they like have funny stories about their worst hole and they still remember it. Yeah. So what was kind of your worst hole? I had hole? lots of bad holes this last week. I'll just talk about one this last tournament <laughs> because I took an eight on a par three. <laughs> I topped it into the water on my tee shot. The second shot I like shanked, but like pulled it to the left and it was behind a, it was behind a cart path that was like elevated. So there was concrete between my ball like, there was just nowhere to hit it. So I had to hit it sideways, like, through two trees, and it hit this girl's car. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just so embarrassing. And then my next shot was short, and then short after that, and then I two-putted. It was just – but I just laughed it off because <laughs> what can you do at hey, that point? Right. Yeah, don't dwell on it. Yeah. You know? Well, I've actually gotten a 12 on a par 3 before. <laughs> 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 um, it was, like, probably three years ago. I, I think I shanked, like – Five balls off the tee, and my dad actually went back to the car to get more <laughs> golf balls because he was like, "Great, this is how the round's gonna go." <laughs> but I thought he was gonna leave because I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like my dad's gone. Like I didn't see him for like probably twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm scared of that too. My dad just leaving. Yeah, and I think I held up like probably four or five groups behind me, so they were all watching, and I was getting so scared. <laughs> 
And I was crying. <laughs> it was a mess. You know it's bad when you're trying to putt and there's tears in your <laughs> eyes and you can't see the ball. It's oh, so geez. bad. Yeah, and my the girls I was playing with are like, it's okay, like just take your time. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Is there like a max you can get? Not in college. Yeah, not, not in college. Because I went golfing with my friends like this past weekend and they told me that the max was eight and I maxed on every hole, so. Well, yeah, in, high in high school, school there's double, double par. par. Yeah. Like, gotcha. so on, on a par three, you can only get six. Okay. And if you have to pick up, you have to, like, circle it that you picked up, like, that you didn't even finish the whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in our summer tournaments or, like, college, like, there's, you just have to play out and finish. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's so there brutal. can be some really high numbers. <laughs> Transitioning back into the team, how does having a, such a small team impact your play or even the relationships that you are developing throughout the season? Yeah, the relationships are huge. Like, we have a golf, like, small group once those start back up, and it's just, it's so good. Like, I feel like, especially coming into, like, college, you can, like, testify to this, but, like, you kind of get closed off with who you can talk to or, like, you might be scared to open up, but, like, having this team, like, I'm never scared to, like, say anything to anyone. Like, we know if if we say it, it's not going to go anywhere, and we're able to talk about hard things in small group and, even with our coaches, like, they're just great about that kind of stuff. And their wives, they're, they're always there for us. So it's big relational, for sure. Um, I like having a smaller team. I feel like we're all closer to with each other, like, relational relationship-wise. And um, I feel like it makes us more competitive and want that spot on the top five to travel or just at a tournament being top five where he takes everybody. It just... It makes me want to practice more and get better to make sure I'm on that top five for any tournament we're at. And Caroline, I'm glad that you brought up the word small groups. Um, Pretty much just talk about how you guys stay involved spiritually and what do the small groups actually look like if you feel comfortable about sharing that and how do you guys exactly push each other in your walks with Christ? Yeah, um, so we have... Like, our senior will lead it this year. We had a senior lead it last year. Um, that's just kind of, like, our structure of it. But, the like, the leaders are just so wise in what they know, and, like, they've been through a lot of the stuff that we're going through. Um, but it is it is about pushing each other, like, to grow with the Lord and in your walk and to be better Christ followers. And I think that's how you know, like, people love you. Like, they're going to tell you you messed up. And so I think that's – we're not here to like beat each other up by any means, but that's true love when someone's going to be like, Hey Sage, you screwed up. Like you need to fix that. Or like, here's, and like, we're just so good about like praying for each other. We like constantly are asking for prayer requests. And sometimes even at small group, we'll break up into twos. So it's, if you don't feel comfortable telling the whole group, you can tell one person and they'll pray for you right then and there. Um, I just think it's just a supportive group of girls. Like I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. What is something you guys do as, like, a team? Do you do, like, Swing little slides. devotional before, like, you take the course or you get off the bus or the van or whatever? Is there something you do specifically before, right before a tournament? Um, well, we usually just pray, like, either in the van or, like, on the green right before everyone kind of goes their separate way because we don't see each other for, <coughs> on the first day, we don't see each other for 10 hours until the end. Um, and so we just take that time at the beginning to pray and I don't think there's anything else. Do you guys listen to like certain songs as a 
Yeah, non-spiritual now. Non-spiritual now. What like you, any like, song, like pre-game or Is there something pre-mash. wild you guys are doing on the van before? <laughs> Homework. No, those Homework. <laughs> van rides <laughs> yeah. That's on the way there are silent. Really? Yes, because it's like 6.40 in the morning. Like okay. That's, that's fair. totally understandable. I'm listening to my AirPods. I've got like Mike Stud on there. <laughs> that's who I'm listening to. <laughs> How about you, Sage? Do you listen to, like, any artist or specific band um, or anything? Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song? Uh, no, but favorite album is probably Reputation. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I was like, I, I hope both. she says Reputation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I think on the van ride, I listen to more, like, hype stuff just because yeah. it gets me, gets me hype before everyone's all settled right. down, like, I don't know. I'm still like missing the softball environment of the hype. So I got to do that to myself before I get <laughs> on the course. But then once I like get on the course and start warming up, it's more of like worship music just to, to keep cooling. To keep, yeah. yeah. So you guys leave for Florida on Saturday, right? Um, how do you guys, I know you guys have a fall and a spring season. How do you guys balance um, missing so much school? Like how do you balance golf and school? Um, I email my teachers before, like, I leave, um, probably, like, two or three days in advance, just to, like, let them know I'm going to be gone, and then ask them, like, what we're going to be doing, and I tell them I'll be looking at the syllabus, and then if I have any questions, I'll email them again, but I try to take all my books that I'll need for those assignments over, like, the traveling time, and then just make sure I'm on top of it and not, like forgetting to do any quizzes or reading assignments that I have to do and just like staying on top of it. I tell myself you can't eat an elephant whole <laughs> because like it gets so piled up that I just like I feel like I'm drowning but it's it's so easy to it's not easy but when you're on the course you're thinking about all the stuff you have to do so I try to get it done before I leave. So that way when I'm there, I can just focus on golf. I mean, there are, like, assignments that creep up that I have to do at the hotel that night, but just trying to get in bed at a decent hour. But all my professors are just so great with being gone, like, me being gone. I talked to one today, and she was like, whatever you need, like, we'll work it out. I'm like, see, this is why I love you. (laughs) I think that's definitely what sets I will apart, where it's just, like, you can actually talk to your professors, especially if you're an athlete and – just feel comfortable enough, and I feel like you get to know your professors a lot, especially within the smaller class sizes, um, to have that personable uh, relationships and conversations with them where it's just like, hey, I'm going to be out of town this week. Is there anything that I can do to, like, put myself ahead in the class or just catch up on any work? And I feel like that's definitely one of the advantages of going to IWU and just definitely just being here with such a great community. Um Following that, uh, you, how are you guys feeling? Because you guys only have three tournaments left um, within this fall season before the off season. So what are your kind of thoughts and expectations, ex- expectations or excitements uh, with these last three? Yeah, for me, I haven't had a great start to the season. It's, it's kind of like discouraging in a way, but it's also like motivation, like to want to get better. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to play like as much as I can when we're not practicing because when we practice we're at the short game area that we just put in which is phenomenal and I'm so thankful for it um but 
like I need to practice more on my own. I probably haven't been the best at that. I think I get caught up in school stuff and having friends and all that kind of stuff that I forget that I need to practice <laughs> because it's competitions getting getting harder the tournaments we go to so yeah I'd say I've been not practicing as much as I should be for the tournaments since I'm in a more competitive area now that I'm not in high school anymore what are your guys's um goals for the off season like individually and do you guys like still do workouts like how does your off season look yeah workouts change to three days a week in the off season like right now we're at two um, so it'll, those will change to three days a week, and then we'll still practice inside two days a week as well. Um, but we do a lot of spiritual stuff during those during the off season, and we do a lot of fasting and um, stuff to get like our mindset right for the spring, which is more of our competition season where we have conference and nationals. So um, it's definitely big that we grow with the Lord and with each other during the off season, um, and we focus on getting stronger and bigger to hit the ball further in the spring I would say just practice a lot just to make sure I am more um like ready for the spring season since it is conference and nationals just to like my mindset and my golf game to be ready for it so what is one thing you guys are looking forward to in the spring season I always look forward to our spring break trip I don't know we don't know oh it's always a surprise we went to the Dominican last spring which was just life-changing like it's just the most joy I've ever felt it's literally caught a glimpse of heaven on earth like it's undescribable um I have a feeling we might be doing that again I don't know why but I just do we're doing a big fundraiser so how much in advance did you find that out that you were going we knew in the summer of last yeah so this is probably like maybe a big surprise yeah, I don't know why we don't know. I don't know. They just <laughs> haven't said it. Like, we knew we were going to Georgia the first year. I don't know. What are you looking forward to in the spring? Probably just the courses that we'd be playing. We don't know what courses we're going to be playing yet, but when we found out during the summer what courses we were going to be playing this fall, I was really excited just to, like, go to the nicer courses that I haven't played at before and just experience that college golf tournament well that's all we have for you guys tonight um thank you so much for being our guests on the show um join us next week on wildcat week for episode four where we hope to spotlight the men's golf team (laughs) but as always for our viewers we need to stay flexible i'm abby harvey and i'm micah roberts and this has been wildcat week